Hello, I'm John Bates, and welcome to my podcast, Hope for Today, where I inspire to live with heavenly perspective and kingdom mindset. Thanks for tuning in. I hope you enjoy. Welcome to Talks with John. Thank you for being my guest today. Today, we're going to continue with our study from my book, You Are What You Eat, Fruit for Your Soul, talking about the fruit of the Spirit. Today, we're talking about peace, and I have entitled Peace the fruit cherry. John 14, 27 says, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Don't let your hearts be troubled. Don't let your hearts be afraid. You know, throughout the world and throughout history, we've seen that people have tried to create their own kind of peace. The peace sign was made popular in the 1960s, but the 1960s were certainly not a decade of peace. Jesus even said, I do not give peace to you as the world does. The peace of the Holy Spirit, the one that He gives us, is all for all seasons, no matter the turmoil taking place around us. Now, Jesus had to tell His disciples quite often not to be afraid or don't let your heart be troubled. In these times, there's lots of things to be afraid of. We've just, we're just still now coming out of a pandemic. Uh, There are money woes, there are governmental woes and problems, lots to be afraid of, but Jesus says, don't let your heart be troubled. Now, you may say, why did you choose the cherry to represent peace? Well, let me tell you a little bit about the cherry. Peace actually causes your blood pressure to stabilize. So I chose cherries to represent peace because they too have a powerful stabilizing effect on our health. They can help you to boost your workout recovery, help you to catch up on more sleep. Cherries can actually lower your blood pressure. They reduce inflammation and they promote brain health. Several years ago, I went to see a doctor because I was experiencing headaches and throbbing in my neck and I knew my blood pressure was high. So I thought, well, I'll probably have to get on medication. This guy, his uh, slogan was the country doc. He didn't like to prescribe medicine Uh, He just liked you to get better. So he did take my blood pressure, and he didn't tell me what it was. And he said, I want you to sit in this room and relax. I said, well, are you going to prescribe me medicine? He goes, why don't you sit here about 30 minutes, calm down, don't think about anything. I'm going to come back. I want you really to focus on calming down. So I thought, well, that's odd. So I thought about relaxing, didn't worry about any of my problems. I found myself calmer and more at peace 30 minutes later. He came back in, took my blood pressure again. Guess what? It was normal. That was my prescription. Calm down. Don't worry. Make space for myself. You know, when you learn to cultivate peace, God himself partners with you to bring peace into your life. And then you begin to cultivate this peace. Just like cherries help to promote peace and stability in our bodies, being a person of peace helps to calm spiritual storms around us. In Matthew 8, we we know about the Sea of Galilee and the storm that came upon the disciples. And uh, Jesus was in the boat, but they were kind of freaking out. This storm must have really been intense uh, because the disciples, who many were fishermen, were not accustomed to it. They just left a healing crusade where Jesus had healed the sick, performed miracles, cast out demons. And so they should have been at peace but they weren't. They were looking more at the problems than who was in the boat with them. John 16, 33 says, 
I have said these things to you that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have trouble or tribulation, but take heart, I have overcome the world. So we do have the authority to speak peace in our situations. Not only can we pray and ask Jesus to bring peace, we need to speak peace. Well, the disciples were too flustered, but Jesus got up from his rest and said, peace, be still, to calm the winds and the waves. But he wanted the disciples to learn to do that for themselves. He wanted the disciples to be peaceable people. Not only is it important for you to cultivate peace, you need to surround yourself with peaceful people, and you need to be a person of peace. Now, Jesus never taught his disciples that all men would be at peace with them. He taught his disciples how to be peaceable. You may say, well, I can be peaceable all day long until somebody crosses me. No, that's not it. God is giving you this cherry piece to really control yourself, to slow yourself down. And peace only truly comes when we're united in Christ. Jesus said in John 14, 6, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. And then he says in 1 John 1, 5, God is light, and in him is no darkness at all. So this speaks clearly to the holiness of God. These, these things God wants to grow in our lives so we can be people of peace. Do you know when you cultivate peace, genuine peace in your life, it's going to spread from you into your community. Well, how, how do I do it, you say? You know, how do I let this peace come out of me? Well, speak kindly to people. Gather regularly with the people that build you up. Laugh readily. Work cheerfully. Give generously. Apologize humbly. Forgive quickly. Hug freely. Pray frequently. Stand firmly. Cheer loudly. And love genuinely. So you may say, okay, is Jesus tricky? Because on one hand, he says, there will be division between people. On the other, he loves unity. Here's what we need to know. Sometimes the fruit of peace will lead you into making difficult decisions. Sometimes the fruit of peace will bring you into division. You need, may need to separate yourself to gain peace. But peace is brilliant. It will bring such quality to your life. So we've talked about several fruit, and now we've led up to peace you don't get peace, you're not, you, you can't move forward with the rest of the fruit of the Spirit. So peace is imperative for these troubled times. If you don't have peace right now, I suggest you stop. Look at what God has done for you in the past. Has he ever failed you? No, he's still there. He's still God. He's on the throne. He's not going anywhere. And he's for you, not against you. Breathe deeply, say a prayer of thanks, and allow that peace to cultivate in your life. Well, thank you for joining me. And again, check out the book, You Are What You Eat, Fruit for Your Soul. Thanks for joining me today. Thanks for listening to Hope for Today with John Bates. Let us know your thoughts by leaving a review. You can subscribe and share these episodes wherever you listen. You can connect with John through Facebook, Instagram, and at johnbatesministries.com. Have a blessed day.